Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Robin. Thanks for listening to Marriage Marriage and and Us. Us. Each week, we will talk about real-life topics that couples experience in everyday married life. So, let's get to today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. Hello. Back here in the podcast corner. Summer is getting warm. I don't know where you're at, but it's we're hitting the 90s here in Nashville. Yeah. It's getting very warm. Yep, it's starting to do its thing, so that's nice. Yeah, it is. But I like summertime, so it's good. Yeah. I mean, I enjoy winter. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I love the clothes of winter. I like layering and things of that nature. But summer is great. Get to be outside. Sun's up a little longer. Yes. That's enjoyable. Fireflies in the backyard. I saw a few the other night. Yes, I, I know. get so excited about fireflies. Do. I love them. I know you do. I feel it's important to give a weekly update on the okra. <laughs> Nothing has happened yet. No, Just so you, those that are listening that are concerned, some of you probably should it's be. It's been planted seven days, the seeds. Well, seeds, not plants, yes. not baby plants, but God, seeds. God made everything in seven days. So maybe I'm expecting a miracle overnight. For some of you that know us, you probably should be excited about okra because some of you get okra from us at times. We take it and... (laughs) Okra gifts. Okra gifts. (laughs) That's the best thing. We could start a whole company just giving away okra. That would be great. (laughs) But today we are going to talk about something that we've been kicking around for a while. So the question really is today is, what is your superpower in your marriage. Calls for effect. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. Nice intro. <laughs> Very dramatic. It was. But if you're going to talk about superpowers, you have to have dramatic music. and. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I felt very empowered, <laughs> pun intended, with that. We were, we've were we kicked around this idea. Obviously, superhero movies are huge, and everybody Have goes been, and see. Yeah, for a long time. You know, I mean, we grew up, Batman and Robin. We've joked yeah. about that many times. Uh, obviously, the Cape Crusader, his outfit was a little different than what you've got now. <laughs> so superheroes have come <laughs> a, a long way. But I think it's important to realize that we we do individually and as couples, we have these superpowers that we need to tap into to understand that marriage is this wonderful, and we've touched on this so many times before, this wonderful journey that we get to go on and we get to say yes to daily. Mm-hmm. So the first one we're going to touch on is sensitivity. Ah, and so sensitivity to what your spouse is thinking and feeling. And the first comparison I was thinking about with superpower is, when you think about that, is Spider-Man. Ah. Our son-in-law, Jared, loves Spider-Man. Yes. We started a, uh, a tradition now, uh, started last Christmas, that we're going to give him some type of Spider-Man figurine. Or gift. Or gift or that will be in his stocking or whatever every year. So that's an, that's an ongoing thing that we'll have. <laughs> so you think about Spider-Man. Uh, some Obviously, hopefully, if you've seen the movie, I hope we're not giving away spoilers. If you've never seen Spider-Man, you could be in trouble. But Spidey Sense, you've heard yes. him say that many times before. So there's like he senses something. 
is going on. A heightened awareness. Uh, oh, that's mm. so good. I wish I would have said that. That's really, really good. Because many times, let's just be honest, and we've touched on this before, you know, I'll let Robin talk on this a little bit, you know when your spouse, when something is off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or when they're in distress, even when they're not saying anything at all. Mm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's a big key. I know we've touched on this so many times before. As a couple, when you've been married, well, even if you've not been married that long, you begin to develop this sense of like you could be headed for an argument because if you've triggered something or you've said something or you and. I think that's important, your sensitivity to realize what your spouse is thinking and what you're, and what they're feeling is very important to the process of how you communicate. Yes, and I think that that all happens early on, even when you're dating before you even get married. I think you start picking up on, uh, you know, little things here or there where, you know, I think you start reading each other better the more time we spend together with the person right. that we love Hopefully that develops and we're more aware. And I know, I know we're some of this we're working here in the moment. Can you think of something that, and you can tell on me because you do such great stories when you tell on things that I've done. Can you think of anything that I've done that, that you had to be aware of? And I know we've touched on some of these things, anything that you may be that I've, that I've done that you go, Oh, if I say that he's going to hear that. And you just, over time, you've become aware of how you approach me with something when it comes to situations? Definitely, I would say that. Uh, probably even when we're in tough moments with each other, body language to me says a lot. And, you know, I always say, like, you're you're saying one thing with your lips, but your face is, <laughs> your face is saying something else to me right now, you know? <laughs> And so for you, like you don't have a real good poker face when something's uh, off. I don't? Normally, no. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm bad at poker. I <laughs> This whole time I thought I had a great poker face. But Maybe. Maybe. So, so for me more, it's a cue of your uh, body language. Uh, I don't know if I'm answering the question you're asking because you I think you're also saying it could be uh, if we're already in a situation that's, uh, you know, we're trying to work through something. I mean, I definitely could take it to the next level by saying something that I know you might have in the past heard the wrong way. And if I use that same wording and it's something we hadn't worked through, that hmm. it might come off the same way again. Right. Okay. I mean, I know, I think we told that little story of when we early on in our relationship, we were learning to speak each other's language. And realize we had to do, we've talked about this before, the small tweaks or the small turn of the dial, how important that was to be aware of the moment and be willing to change how, like what you were saying, how we change, how we said something to each other. Yes. Because hopefully the goal is always that you want your spouse to hear things in the way that you're trying to um, deliver them, okay. you know, and that's very important. So when your delivery is to you sounds like, oh, I said it exactly the way I wanted to say it or how I wanted to relay this information, yet 
maybe you in this case would have heard it more differently. It mm. gives me the opportunity in the moment to go one or two routes, either get very frustrated and reiterate, that's not what I meant, Oh, right? Or I said that with a lot of, you yeah. Did. I don't I know was. if you've ever said that to Ooh. me like that. I would, I don't, yeah, maybe I I would have freak that. out if you ever said that to me <laughs> like that. I would be, I was a little scared there for the moment, just so you know. I was like, wow, I don't ever want to see know, that again. Versus, um, Taking the other road where, you know, I Which pause. Which you do. You do yes, and I do. Yeah. I do. And pause and say, that's not what I'm trying to say in this moment. So. And you will ask. And we, and we do this. to break it down, you know. And we do this with each other. We'll say, hey, because again, we're, we're our sensitivity in a good way is up. We're saying, hey, can I ask you, how did you just hear that? Because I'm picking up that you may have heard that different than what I was trying to convey to you. And we both do that with each other so well, I think. Yes. Yeah. So that's a great superpower. So again, we're not all Spider-Man. I mean, you know, if your spouse is, you know, attached to the ceiling, that could be, you know, <laughs> that could be a totally different type of conversation. So. True. But then the next one is, I love this one. So resilience. The superpower of, of resilience. resilience. Okay. So a great definition for that, this is Webster's, uh, an ability to recover from or adjust to misfortune or change. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Because we, we've heard this a lot. We, we say this many times that, that it takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of effort to be married. Let's just call it what it is. <laughs> but we've said, you've said it so many times that it's the best. It's the best work you'll ever do. You'll ever do. But there's effort and there's resiliency that has to be with that. It's, and, and obviously we believe it's worth every moment. What's, what's the great quote? That uh, Captain America says. Oh, yeah. Whenever he's fighting you, he says, I can do this all day. Yeah. You know, he has resilience. That's for sure. You know, it's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep on, uh, you know, keep keep on getting up, keep on trying, keep on working towards, you know, whatever it is we're trying to accomplish. And then you see that, I mean, obviously, again, spoiler alert, if you've not seen Captain America, but whether before he was Captain America and then even after it, he said the same thing because you, you know, there's through the journey of marriage, there's a whole process that is involved with that. And it, and it's tough, but you've got to have that ability. And I love that, you know, because in, in obviously the real world, things happen sometimes out of our control. Mm-hmm. And we've said this before change is inevitable. It is. There's no way getting around it. Yeah. And and you can plan, you can be the best planner in the whole world, but there are going to be things that you never expected would happen that do happen. And I think that sometimes people that are very strong planners plan because they feel they can control the situation Mm -hmm. so that they never have to feel heartbreak or something difficult. You know, it's a, it can sometimes almost be a, a protective measure that oh. you take. I, I know I, I could even say that for myself. You know, when you had pain in your life from a situation, you know, you feel like, oh, next time I'll just do, you know, fill in the blank, and then that'll keep that from happening. Right. And so sometimes people that, you know, really plan a lot kind of go from planning to controlling. Right. 
you know, because they're they're wanting to make sure that nothing goes sideways. So when you said that, I instantly visualized in my head, again, if you're a superhero and you have a force field, that could be a positive thing. <laughs> if you're being attacked and someone is trying to get to you, that would be a positive thing to have. But in a relationship, in marriage, we've said this so many times, you can't have a force field or you can't put, well, you can, I get. I shouldn't say that. You, it's best when you don't put walls up that divide right. you. Right. And that stop you from being vulnerable with the person that you said you want to spend the rest of your life. And and as you're listening to this, we, we understand there's all kinds of circumstances, like you said, that have brought us to this place. Right. But with resilience in yes. mind, you know, it's that ability to get up again, and especially mm. when you're with a person that you love, because sometimes you're going to lean on each other, right? right? That, that resilience may not always be there for yourself. It may be uh, your spouse that reaches down and, you know, Picks hey, you. Take, take me by the hand. And yeah, and we, and we can keep, you know, we can just keep on going because in resilience, there's so much built. I mean, think about it. If, if life was nothing but an easy street, and there were never any challenges, mm. what would that look like? It sounds like paradise, but I can say for us as a couple, right. some of the most difficult and challenging moments in our marriage, we turned to each other to say we can keep on. That's so good. You know, and we just kept moving. And I'm grateful for that. And and I know there may be some of you out there that say that's hard though sometimes because I mean you there are times when you do want to give up right you know and you've got to find that depth inside of you and you know because we're spiritual and say we we tap into God in those moments to say help me you know and He's there to pick us up and yes. and yeah and, you know that's and we so keep good. moving forward that is so good the next superpower uh, is the ability to affect your environment. I mean, there's, I know there's all kinds of superheroes that, you know, the uh, storm, I think, whatever, where it has the ability to create tornadoes or hell or rain or all that kind of stuff. Hell or hell? Hell? <laughs> Making fun of your Alabama accent. You said hell? Like hell so, storm? Ladies and gentlemen, he's meaning hell Hell? Storms. Hail. I thought that's H-A-I-L. what I said. Yes, I thought that's what I said. <laughs> I had to mess with you for a minute. Okay. Oh, man. Well, uh, hopefully no one's raining down hell. H-A-L-L. <laughs> right. That would you. not be that good. That would not be good. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's back oh, on track. Oh, man. So, you so the just, superpower. So you just affected my environment, up. right? Sorry. There. You just yeah. changed my whole Superpower to affect your environment. Yes. And. And now I had an interesting interpretation on this because Rob had asked me in the last couple of days, what do you think your superpower is in, in our marriage? And one of the things that came to my mind was this power to affect your environment. But I kind of went down that road of practicality and that statement. And what I thought of instantly was more like our environment, like our home. Mm. Um, and I know... I love, you know, making our house a home. And by that, I mean a place that's comfortable and inviting and cozy. And after a long day of work. Peaceful. 
yeah, a place of peace, someplace to come in. That means a lot to me that I place a high value on that, I would say. Uh, and it can be in the terms of, you know, I mean, I like when we moved in this house, how we chose paint colors and, you know, things like that, of course, furniture and all of that. But there's also just this desire that I've always had, you know, whether it's uh, like some people like to light candles, you know, and, and they enjoy that. Or some people like fresh flowers around the house. But I like in just creating a place not only for you and I as a couple and Maddie growing up as our kid, but, you know, even the people that come in and visit us or yeah, what's one of the number us. one things people say when they come to our house well i know years ago we had a lot of uh young people in our home a lot because we were doing youth ministry and then we started doing college uh like college age uh crowd you know we did a lot of stuff with those guys and sometimes they would just call and say hey what are you doing can i come over and just hang out in your house right like they just wanted to come sit in our living room it wasn't like they needed anything from mm -hmm. us. Uh, even if you said, do you think, would it be weird if I could ask you if I could lay down and take a nap? You know, <laughs> yeah, and some exactly. people might say that is weird, but you know, we took it as a huge yeah. compliment. Like, oh, our house feels like a, a, a refuge. It feels like a place where someone can just take a deep breath and yeah. just, you know, and, and that's kind of how, how we've always approached um, our life in our home. So to me, that's what I think of when I hear that, sentence right. that says, you know, affecting the environment. Sure. Um, that's, that's kind of the road I went down. Absolutely. It's in, again, understanding. We're not saying that there's never traumatic moments or that we haven't argued or had disagreements. That's not worth it. But it, it goes back to that ability to look at what your desire. And we tell couples this all the time. You know, again, we've, we've tested this in the past, where you've come from, what you saw growing up, but you get to choose what type of marriage you have. Mm -hmm. And it again, it goes back to that work. It does take effort to break some of those generational patterns and habits that we, unfortunately, some of us grew up with and saw. But that ability to create an environment where you feel safe, where your children feel safe, where other people feel safe, that, that can be done. Yes, and I think that's important to understand. I, I love our home. I love I love the environment that we have here, and that people feel that comfortable. I think it's a. I, I love that as a compliment. If I, it's special. Yeah, it really it is. is, and we it's, don't we don't take that lightly. Well, we're going to get into one more here, just for a second. Truth, the superpower of truth. Okay, so talk about that. So I wrote this down. When you speak truth in love, it opens up our heart to have the ability to receive it. Mm. Uh, obviously, because we, I, I don't, I don't think I would want this superpower. I, you know, we can't read minds. <laughs> I'm glad I can't read your mind and I'm glad <laughs> you can't read mine, my, my mind. And, but what that does, tr you know, and we're, you know, we don't have the golden lasso, like Wonder Woman, you know, put around, you know, got to tell me the truth that I, I, don't, I don't think that's beneficial either. So what does that mean? The superpower of truth means we have to have that ability to share yes. and communicate. And so I've got this written down as well, too. So we have to choose what our truth is. Is it destructive or is it productive? So destructive 
are words that are condemning, that criticizes our spouse, and, and can really feel like we're attacking their character. And we've talked about the you words, you know, if you would do this and if you do that, there's no way that you can have truth when your spouse feels like they're being pushed into a corner and now they're having to defend themselves. We're no longer dealing with truth. So again, we've said this before, you have to have that ability to push the pause button. Yes. Ask yourself if you quit talking about a situation and now you're more attacking your spouse. Right. And I think that that... That's a slippery slope that can sometimes happen. You Which, get frustrated. What do you, mean by that? you get frustrated with your spouse. And it's one thing if it's something like like it can start out with just an action that your spouse did. Okay. But if but what I hear you saying when you slip into that attacking mode, it goes from this one action to now you're defining that that's just who they are. Mm. Right. Okay. And, and that's the slippery slope. I think that's where assuming really starts to play in your mind where, you know, it just goes from, oh, he didn't take the trash out, like we use that as right. a common example, to, oh, I bet he just doesn't care about anything right. in this house. Because you know, you know, and then the next thing you know, you're you're sliding. And, it, and like you said, and then when you go to talk to your spouse now, like you said, you've gone from, hey, you didn't take the trash out can you do it to, hey, you know, and then it, 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 you're pointing a finger at them, you're mad at them, you're, you know, lashing you, out at you them. You had such a great analogy last week when we introduced the acronym BUMP that we came up with. Mm-hmm. Again, the speck in the eye. I thought that, I've thought about that all week. Oh. The, explain that again a little bit for some of those that need to uh, go back and listen to that one just by yeah, the way. That's a, yeah, it was, a, it was a good episode last week, and we were talking about the word bothered. And I used the example that you can have an eyelash fall in your eye and it bothers you, but it doesn't necessarily affect your vision. You can still see, but there's this irritant. You just know something's there. And you know something's there that you wished you didn't have in your eye in this case, you know, but that's just being bothered. Um, And But then we started breaking down each word of uh, the acronym BUMPED and the you, know, you definitely then you, you move to upset. upset and then you it just keeps rolling from there. And speaking of that, so again, destructive versus productive. And we've introduced this before on our previous podcast. So productive conflict. And I and, but I've I've added a little different definition when it comes to the superpower truth is always trying to make the relationship better. That's what productive conflict is all about. Yes. And I and I have this truth is the light at the end of the tunnel. It always has a result. That's good. Because if we're speaking the truth in love, you know, I think some people are afraid to speak their truth because when they've shared it maybe in the past or with a family member or a previous relationship, it's not been received. And I think that's the difference in a relationship when you when you know you can be when you've developed again, I, we, we can't stress that vulnerability is something that's developed. Right. It does not happen overnight. And again, because you're trying to, you're getting to know and spending the rest of your life with somebody that had a totally, you've said this so well before in the past, a totally different background. Right. I mean, this is a pretty big task. <laughs> and you say, I do. And now we're we're married. Yes. So I think that's why we have so many couples reach out to us that are going, I didn't know it was going to be this tough. Or we thought we had this. And it's not, it's not making fun of, it's just, like you said before, you've, you've said it so well, you, you're not prepared 
no matter how many books you read. Right. When you get married, you've never been down this path before. There's no, I mean, you can read books on marriage and all, but but to actually live it, mm. to live it day in and day out, it at times, yes, it's yeah. difficult. It's yeah. also absolutely awesome. Yes. And it amazing. Is. It is. You know, it's all of it uh, combined and it's what makes life beautiful. It is. I uh, wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So we'd love to hear your feedback and why don't you tell us what your superpower is in marriage? If you yes. want to reach out to us, you can send us an email and that's at Robin Robin at marriage and Or if you're listening to us on Spotify, go down to the comment section and leave us a comment. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you to know what your superpower is because we know there's some great couples out there that have great insight. So we just love to hear your comments and, know what's going on in your life. Yeah. Thanks for listening, thanks. guys. Absolutely. See you next time. Bye. You've been listening to Marriage and Us with your hosts, Robin Robin Atkins. Stay up to date by following them on Instagram at marriageandus underscore podcast and on Twitter at marriageandus. Be a part of the show by calling 615-821-0866 and submit a question. Who knows? You might hear yourself on the podcast. Also, hit the follow button so you never miss an episode from your favorite couple.